0: All right, we are back with the Fit-ish Project with your host, myself, Lathan Bass. And this week, I wanted to talk about a topic that has come up recently. Uh, I had a couple people asking me about this certain topic, so I figured it would be something good to cover, Uh, something that I've talked about on Q&A podcasts in the past, but uh, I figured I'd just do a whole episode on it because it's such a popular myth. And it's something that people still don't really understand. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. And that topic that we will cover today is spot reducing fat. In other words, you have a certain area on your body, uh, maybe like a stubborn area that you seem to hold fat in more so than other areas, or maybe it's just an area that you, you know, you want to target a little bit more, and you wish you could, um, you know, kind of make it look a little bit different than it currently does and so there's this idea that you can spot reduce those areas in exercise and the quick answer kind of to just get straight to the point is that you can't really do that unfortunately but there are a couple things that you can do instead so that is what we are going to talk about today so just to clarify spot reducing fat is not really a thing for example sometimes you see people will put out workouts or certain exercises that claim that if you do these they are going to target fat in these certain areas and you know make you lose fat. For example, like you'll see a video and it says target belly fat by doing 500 crunches and 500 side bends and 100 sit-ups and all this other stuff and it claims that if you do that you're going to lose fat in your belly. That does not work, it's not actually accurate, and unfortunately, fat loss does not work that way. The way that fat loss works is you eat in a calorie deficit, you burn fat through eating in a calorie deficit, and then your body will decide where that fat is lost from. Typically, it's taken from your body, kind of spread evenly, but there will be certain areas where that fat loss will be slower than other areas. So for example, like me, when I'm losing weight, I don't lose a ton of weight, like in my lower body, like there's not a ton of physical, you know, appearance differences in my lower body. Uh, And the last place that I typically lose fat is like in my stomach area. So in order to get that fat down. If I really wanted to, you know, lose as much fat as possible there and like, you know, try to get abs and all that stuff, then I would have to continue to lower my body fat levels, um, you know, to a point where I would start to lose fat in that area. Obviously, that kind of sucks. It'd be nice if you could just do certain exercises or there was, you know, special protocols or certain diets that you could use in order to target certain areas of the body but that's not really the way fat loss works. It's different for a lot of different people and different people have different areas on their body that will lose fat in different ranges and on different time periods. So that's just kind of the background of it, but I wanted to get into this podcast and touch on two kind of um, main concepts as far as you know spot reducing fat or just losing fat in general goes. So we'll talk about, you know, the psychological side of things a little bit with fat loss and then we'll also get into the tactical things that you can do to help you lose fat in those areas. So number 1, I just wanted to kind of start out with just a little story. So it's pretty common that people, you know, have certain areas of their body that they're, you know, not super pleased with or maybe they would like to change or maybe they're just uncomfortable with and I think you know across the board. If you ask most people, they would have a certain area um, of their body that they could point out that you know they would like to change if they could. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if you do have these certain areas or if you have the aspirations to want to physically change your body a little bit. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. And you know, exercise and strength training and you know, eating a healthy diet can help you do all those things. So like if you are one of those people. Again, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, and uh, and if you think that you know physically changing your body in some way or another is going to maybe give you a little bit more confidence, um, change the way you feel about yourself, you know, just make you feel a little bit more comfortable in your own skin, then you know that's your choice that you can choose to do those things. So I know, like for me personally, like when I was younger, like when I got up into middle school i talked about this a little bit on previous podcasts, but, you know, I was overweight most of my childhood and I kind of started noticing that I was a lot bigger than the other kids, especially like once I got up into middle school when I was, you know, pretty heavy. I was like in sixth grade and I remember weighing around 230 pounds, which is pretty dang big. So I had quite a bit of fat and I just wasn't super comfortable with like how I looked. And I definitely wasn't very comfortable with like taking my shirt off. So like, You know, I tried to skip out on certain things where I had to take my shirt off, like pool parties and going to lakes and that kind of thing. Like, I just wasn't super comfortable with it. You know, I would do those things occasionally, but if I could get out of them or, you know, do a different activity, then I would do that, which obviously kind of sucks because as a kid, you should enjoy those things and you shouldn't really be thinking about those things. But that's just kind of how I felt. And again, I don't think this is super uncommon for both men and women you know, there's certain times or certain, you know, events or certain things that you do where you just don't feel super comfortable about yourself. And so again, I think that being able to change your appearance physically is obviously an option. But I also wanted to talk about, like I mentioned, talking about kind of the psychological side of things as well, because you know, you can make all the physical changes in the world, but if you also don't bring along a, you know, kind of shifted mindset, then it's very easy to get in a bad headspace with that because, you know, for example, there's people that are super ripped, super fit bodybuilders or like fitness models and, you know, you look at them and their physiques and, their bodies are just incredible, like they're chiseled, not a lot of fat, you know, they look healthy by all the means, like just looking at them, you know, from an outside appearance. But sometimes those are the people that feel the worst about themselves, you know, because they sit around and they critique every little part of their body. They have other people that are always looking at their body and critiquing their bodies. And, you know, they can just get easily get in a bad headspace about this. And if you listen to like bodybuilders, especially, there's obviously a lot of issues in that area. So I say all that just to say that just because you are changing your body physically doesn't necessarily mean that you know you are going to be happy just by doing that. So I think it takes you know a combination of the two of making sure that your mentality around losing fat and changing your appearance as well as physically doing it is kind of the best of both worlds. You know because you get the physical change but again if you don't have the mentality that goes with it then that doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to be happy i know for me personally like when i started losing weight like it was all about the physical stuff um you know physically losing weight building muscle looking better but as i got into it a little bit more i made sure that you know the mental part of things was something that i focused on just as much because again i didn't want to be somebody who made all these changes but then Mentally, I just didn't feel great about it, you know, so you have to make sure that you focus on both sides of those things. I think Um, otherwise you may end up in a spot where you put in all this work, change your appearance or, you know, put all this effort in, but then you're not really satisfied with the final product. So just something to be aware of and uh, something to think about if you are somebody who is looking to make some changes. You know, as I mentioned before, obviously, again, like, It is your choice, you know, it's your body, what you want to do with it. So, you know, you get to make the choice on whether or not you want to work to change your appearance. Um, There's not really a right or wrong answer. You know, some people say like you should love yourself exactly the way you are and, you know, love all the imperfections and all the things and, you know, all that stuff, which is great if that works for you. I also think that a lot of people in fitness get into fitness because they want to look a certain way maybe that's not the main reason that they get into fitness or, you know, exercising or strength training. But typically, if you ask most people that will be, you know, with that'll be one of the reasons that they decided to get into exercise or get into weight training or, you know, create fitness goals is because they want to look a certain way, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We all want to look, you know, how we want to look and be confident and all that stuff. And, Not to say that you need, you know, fitness and working out and looking a certain way to be confident. But in my personal experience with myself and with working with people, it definitely helps. Um, So, again, if that's a choice that you want to do, then, you know, that's something that you can do and it's totally up to you. So, that's just a little bit. I just wanted to touch on that just real quick about, you know, that kind of the mental side of things, because I do think that is important. And, you know, the more and more I get into fitness, the more I realize that the mental side of things is important. Because at this point, you know, there's definitely not a lack of education about the physical things, you know, the the tangible things that we need to be doing with, you know, diet and building muscle and losing fat. And, you know, the things to do to get to these goals, like the processes are all laid out there and you can find them with a simple google search you know there's an abundance of information out there on how to you know physically change your body and basically get any goal that you want but a lot of people struggle to get these goals and it's not because a lack of education typically but it is you know the mental side of things actually being able to apply those things actually being able to you know adhere to those things and stick to those things which all Is part of the mental side of things. So, if you can get that mental part right, you know, get your mindset in a good spot, then the physical stuff becomes a lot easier and reaching your goals becomes much more realistic and something that you can actually do. And not just getting to those goals, but also being able to maintain those goals. Because, as I've said multiple times, like, you know, you can make the physical changes, you can, you know, have some great results, but if you don't have the mindset, figured out then ultimately you probably are not going to be able to sustain those results which most people who are after the benefits of exercise both physically and mentally they want those results and they want to keep those results you don't just want to you know lose the weight for 8 weeks 12 weeks typically or you know build strength for you know a couple months you want to build that strength or lose that fat or you know get to a certain strength level and you typically want to maintain most of that right so Getting the mental side of things right is going to help you maintain those results. So again, that was just a little bit on the mental side of things and the importance of focusing on that because again, that is pretty important. But let's just get into the tactical side of things real quick. And this is going to be pretty simple, pretty straightforward. It's just two different things that you should be focusing on when it comes to you know losing fat in certain areas of the body these apply to fat loss in general. But again, we're talking about spot reducing fat. And since that isn't, you know, completely possible, there are things that you can do. And I'll show you how to, you know, approach that and lose fat in those stubborn areas, if that's something that you, you know, want to do, and it's something that you think is worth it. So number one, the thing that I would focus on if you are somebody, you know, who is wanting to lose fat, Maybe you have some love handles you want to get rid of, or maybe, you know, you have some fat on your arms or, you know, on your thighs or whatever, like on your stomach, your belly, you just have a little bit of extra fat there and you want to get rid of that. First thing I would do is I would focus on building muscle. Reason being is because sometimes you will see people who, you know, they're overweight or, you know, maybe they want to lose some fat and so they go straight into a, straight into a diet or straight into a fat loss phase without working on building any muscle. And maybe there's somebody who didn't have a ton of muscle prior to, you know, getting into their fat loss phase and they lose the weight, but then they're not really satisfied with how they look because they don't really have a whole lot underneath, you know, that fat that they lost. They don't have a ton of muscle. And so essentially they lose weight, which is good for health, you know, that's good for your metabolic health and, you know, your joints and all that stuff but again if you have goals around your physical appearance and how you want to look then muscle is going to be a huge part of that you need to have muscle so that when you strip that fat away you actually like what is underneath if you strip that fat away and there's not a whole lot to show underneath well then you're just going to look like kind of like a smaller maybe a little bit flabbier version of yourself which again is not what most people are looking for when they go to lose weight so you know having that muscle is important and having muscle in general is just a really good thing just for health in general. And, you know, it's good for burning some extra calories. It helps with the amount of food that you can eat. You know, if you have more muscle, you can eat more food. It helps with how your body handles carbs and how your body handles sugar. You know, it's good for longevity. It helps the quality of your life because you're able to do all the things that you want to do. So muscle is super important, you know, for a multitude of reasons. But, you know, in this instance that we're talking about right here, that muscle is going to be critical for how you look. And there's no better way to kind of shape and mold your body in the way that you want it to look than strength training and with building muscle. So that is the first thing that I would focus on is lifting weights to build muscle. Uh, People who, you know, lose weight, and there's a bunch of examples of this, you'll see people like who lose weight with just cardio, they typically look a lot different than people who lose weight with, you know, eating in a calorie deficit while lifting weights and maybe also doing some cardio, like there's going to be a difference between the person who strictly just is eating in a calorie deficit along with, you know, just doing cardio versus the person who is, you know, eating in a calorie deficit and lifting weights. If those two people start out at the same, same spot, let's say they're same weight, same body fat, one loses weight strictly on cardio and the other one loses weight with strength training. Those two people are going to look differently. And for most people, they want to look, again, they want to look the part. They want to have a little bit more muscle, look a little bit more fit, maybe a little more cut, a little more toned. And you are going to achieve those things from lifting weights. So again, that's why lifting weights is important. And that would be the first thing that I would focus on. Obviously, when it comes to lifting weights, you know there's some general recommendations like, I always tell people at least twice a week in the gym is probably your minimum where it's you're going to see some results because building muscle is somewhat of a slow process. And so you want to make sure that you're in there at least twice a week. You know, if you're getting a couple full body workouts in, really hitting the weights hard, being intense about it, then you're still going to see you're still going to be able to see some progress. Um, But anywhere between like two to four times per week is a good place to be and again you have to be consistent with this but i would say if you are in the gym for you know 2 to 4 times per week and you are consistent for at least you know 3 months you'll definitely see some physical changes but again it's all about that consistency it's all about staying on routine being in the weight room lifting intensely enough you know working on progressive overload and a good place to start especially for those people who aren't super familiar with the weight room even if you are like compound exercises, which are exercises that use a lot of muscle groups, think about your squats, your deadlifts, your bench presses, your RDLs, your overhead presses, um, all those type of things use more than one muscle. You want to use those kind of bigger exercises for a majority of your training. Do those exercises with good form and good technique. And then again, focus on progressive overload, which all that means is that you are getting stronger over time. So you're lifting more weight, maybe you're doing more reps, that sort of thing. And if you do that consistently, two to four times per week for several months at a time, you're going to build muscle, and you will start to build strength, you'll see those physical changes, and it can really do a lot for you. So strength training is still, you know, something that is very underrated, but it is something that can bring about tons of those physical changes those physical benefits uh, but it also has a lot of other benefits as well so strength training obviously going to be super important you know and just touching on the the mental benefits side of things because you know as i mentioned before the mental side of things is just as important as you know the, the physical side of things strength training is also really good for the mental you know side of things because as you are training it's not necessarily the easiest thing to go in there and pick up heavy weights and you know, to progressively get stronger and push yourself. And each time you come in the gym, you're looking to you know get a little bit better, get a little bit stronger, maybe do a few more reps, that sort of thing. And that's not always an easy thing to do, right? It should be challenging. If it was easy, then, you know, you probably wouldn't get a ton of benefit out of it. So strength training and lifting weights is supposed to be challenging. And you'll start to find that as you work through it, as you build that physical strength, you're also gonna start to build more mental strength. You start to build discipline, start to build a little grit, start to build some self-confidence because you see the progress that's happening. You see yourself getting stronger. You see in some of those physical changes, um, you're seeing yourself just kind of turn into a different person. So again, the, the strength training thing is not only good for the physical things, but it's also really, really good for the mental things. And as you start to progress, again, you're gonna see those benefits. You're gonna build more confidence and you're gonna just, overall feel better about yourself you know about how you look how you feel and that's really what it's all about um i know that you know for me personally with losing the 100 pounds i gained a ton of confidence you know not just from you know the physical aspects of it as i've mentioned before like yes i look different i like the way that i look now versus how i looked when i was 300 pounds you know those are obvious things but i gained a ton of confidence just because I know that, you know, it was going to take a lot of work and it did take a lot of work. I committed to it. I put in the work and I knew that if I did that, then I'd be able to accomplish this goal, which is exactly what I did. And so now, like when I'm taking on other hard things in life, whether it's in you know career or in my personal life or whatever, like I'm confident that I can do those things because, you know, I've done all this hard stuff physically I lift weights, and that's challenging. You know, I've lost 100 pounds. That's challenging. I ran a marathon. That was challenging. So, like, by doing all these physical feats, I've been able to build up my self-confidence and have that belief in myself that I can do those things and accomplish those things that, you know, I go after. I know that I can do hard things when they're thrown my way, you know, when challenges arise in life because they always do, right, whether it's, again, in career, whether it's in your relationships whether it's in you know some family issues or in your personal life like challenges are always going to arise Um, but as you build you know that self-confidence as you build that resilience through lifting weights and through fitness you start to learn that those challenges that come your way you're able to take them on like it's not always easy but it helps you you know build up those skills build up those character traits so when those things do happen that you're able to just kind of roll with the punches and take it as they come so super underrated activity but strength training definitely something that you want to focus on and something that should be you know put at the top of the list just when it comes to health in general but again when it comes to fat loss or you know trying to hit those stubborn areas of fat which is what this episode is all about so that is number one and then the second thing that i would focus on obviously can't talk about fat loss without talking about calorie deficit so you're going to want to eat in a calorie deficit if fat loss is the goal because we know by this point hopefully if you've listened to you know some of the other podcasts you know that eating in a calorie deficit is really the only way that you can lose fat and all that means is that you're eating less calories than you are burning on you know a daily or a weekly basis so if I'm eating If I'm eating 2,000 calories and I'm burning, you know, 2,500, 3,000 calories, then that means I'm technically eating in a calorie deficit, and that is going to lead to weight loss, which is what we need to lose fat. Quick, little, easy, you know, method that you can use to find the amount of calories you should be eating for fat loss. You can take your body weight, multiply that anywhere by 10 to 12 to kind of get your fat loss calories. So... Um, If you weigh 200 pounds, multiply that by 10 if you want to be a little bit more aggressive with it, or you can multiply that by 12 if you don't want to be quite as aggressive with it. Um, But again, take, say for example, somebody weighs 200 pounds, multiply that by 10, that's 2000 calories you eat 2000 calories a day as a 200 pound person consistently, um, you are going to lose weight. So simple, easy way that you can do that, figure out how many calories you're supposed to be eating. And then obviously, you want to monitor that, make sure that you're you know, trending in the right direction, all that good stuff. And I've talked about that in previous episodes. So I won't go super in depth with that one. But calories is going to be important. Um, so figure that out, make sure you're following that and being consistent with it. Protein is going to be another important thing so when you are in a fat loss phase uh, typically I like to tell people to shoot for one gram per pound of body weight especially when you are in a fat loss phase because you want to make sure that you are hanging on to as much muscle as possible and in order to do that you need to be lifting weights but you also need to be eating plenty of protein uh, you can probably get away with you know 0. 0.7 grams per pound of body weight at you know the lowest end. So you take your body weight, if you weigh 200 pounds, multiply that by 0.7, and that would give you how many grams that you were supposed to be eating. But again, I always try to tell people to strive for that one gram per pound of body weight because you wanna make sure that you're hanging on to as much muscle as possible. And when you're in a fat loss phase, you will lose some muscle, not a ton, if you're, you know, as long as you're strength training and hitting the weights hard and eating enough protein, you won't lose a lot of muscle, but When you do go into a fat loss phase, you will lose a little bit of muscle. And we want to make sure that we are hanging on to as much of that hard-earned muscle as possible. So focus on eating plenty of protein. You know, that one gram per pound of body weight sometimes seems like a big number. But if you're eating protein at every single meal, you know, let's say you have three meals in your day, you eat protein at each of those meals, you know, a good chunk of protein, um, whether it's through, eggs or you know some kind of meat fish chicken whatever like you're eating good protein sources at each of your three meals and then you have one or two other protein um, heavy snacks within your day then you shouldn't have too hard of a you know problem in hitting those numbers Uh, if you miss a meal or you know you don't have your snacks then it does make hitting those higher protein numbers a little bit more difficult Uh, but again we want to be just be striving for that, you know, 1 gram per pound body weight. If you don't hit it every single day, it's not the end of the world, but we want to be striving for that and then just being consistent with that day after day, week after week and ensure that we're giving ourselves the best chance to build or hang on to as much muscle as possible. While eating in a calorie deficit, always try to tell people eat lots of fruits and veggies those are good things to eat especially when in a calorie deficit because they're typically lower in calories Um, they're a little bit higher density foods which means that you can eat more of them without taking on a ton of excess calories you know for example like a pound of broccoli is like you know less than a couple hundred calories and so you're getting a lot of volume of food and it's filling you up but it's not putting a bunch of calories in your system which Is a good thing when you're trying to lose fat. So eat lots of fruits and veggies, get that protein in, make sure you're managing calories. So kind of bringing it all together here. So understanding again, you know, the whole idea of this podcast was talking about, you know, what you could do to spot reduce fat, since you can't just directly just go in and just, you know, target those things, like, what can you do? So understand that, you know you have muscle or you want to have as much muscle as possible especially in those you know stubborn areas because when you lose fat you want what's underneath to be you know what you want to see right so you want to make sure that you have muscle so strength training is going to be important once you have that muscle you want to make sure that you're eating in a calorie deficit because eating in a calorie deficit is going to make you lose fat as the fat goes down the fat will leave your body again it doesn't happen in you know, a routine form, like it'll pull from different areas in your body. You don't really have control over that. That's more so genetics and people lose fat at different rates in different places. So with those stubborn areas, you may have to continue to lose fat. And eventually those areas are going to go down. Again, as I mentioned in my example earlier, the last place that I typically lose fat is like in my stomach area. So if I really wanted to get lean, like get shredded and have abs and all that stuff, I would have to continue to eat in a calorie deficit, bring my body fat levels down as a whole, and eventually I would start to lose fat in my stomach area. Now, for some people, that's not going to be something that's worth it. So like for example, as you start to get leaner and leaner, you're losing body fat, you may notice that, you know, you don't feel super great. Maybe it's too hard to diet down that low or you find that like maintaining those body fat levels just isn't really worth it to you. That's a decision that you have to make. So, let's say you're in a, you know, you're in a fat loss phase. You're losing weight, you like relatively like the way you look, like things are looking good, you know, you've lost fat, you've lost some weight. Overall, you look really good, but, you know, that stubborn area, whether it's, you know, your your hips or your stomach or your chest or your arms or whatever, that fat's not really disappearing, but, you know, you're pretty satisfied with the rest of your body. Well, you have two decisions that you can make. You continue to lose fat and be in a fat loss phase until that body fat starts to leave in those areas because you're getting your body fat to a low enough percentage overall. Or you can just, you know, say it's not really worth it to me. I like the way I look overall and, you know, I'm satisfied. I'm okay with those areas holding on to a little bit more fat. Both are, you know, completely viable solutions. Uh, But again, it's something that you have to kind of weigh out the pros and cons. If it's worth it to you to continue to, you know, be in a fat loss phase, try to get rid of those stubborn areas, then go for it. If it's not, and you, you know, you're pretty satisfied with where you're at, and you know, you can just live with those areas having a little bit more fat, then that's all right too, right? Because again, it's your body, you can decide what you want, how you want to look, all that good stuff, which is the cool thing about it. So Hopefully this was helpful, Um, you know, try to give you some actual practical tips and give you the real, you know, the real information, not just made up stuff that you see on social media, because I still see those videos all the time about, you know, spot reducing fat or targeting certain areas of fat with certain exercises or certain diets, um, stuff like that. And it's just not really stuff that is factual. So this is what you actually have to do if you want to attack those, you know, those stubborn areas. Of fat. So again, I hope this was helpful. Understand that spot reducing is not really a thing, but there are certain things that you can do, you know, with strength training and focusing on building muscle and then going into a fat loss phase with a calorie deficit. You can attack those areas and, you know, make those changes to your body if that's something that you want to do right along with that when you're making those physical changes just remember that you know the mental side of things is just as important as the physical because if you get to the physical and you don't really have those you know have the mindset that is geared towards being in a healthy space and loving your body accepting your body all that stuff then there's never going to be you know really a good enough there's never going to be a spot where like you feel super comfortable and you know as i said before i think the goal is to get to a spot where you like the way you look and you like the way you feel, like if you do those two things, and you know, you really feel those two things, then that is a good place to be. So again, hope this was helpful. Um, that is all I have right now. If you have specific questions, as for you know, maybe about like yourself and you know, losing fat or whatever, you're listening to this podcast, and there were certain things that came up and you're like, hmm, I wonder how this would apply to my situation, or I wonder what I would do for this certain thing, then by all means, you can always reach out through Instagram. is probably the best way. But you know, I'd love to help out. Um, I Have a little bit more time now that it's summer, not so busy. So you know, happy to answer all those questions and uh, you know help you out in any way I can. If you found this podcast helpful, or if there's somebody who you know would you know appreciate this information you can always share it with them share it on your social media all that good stuff helps to continue to grow this thing and uh, get this information out to people who need it and who it can help Uh, appreciate all you guys who have been listening and uh, people who have reached out with questions and suggestions on things to talk about that's always much appreciated as well but for now that is all i have for you so until next week we will see you later